Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to Petty Little Things with your hosts, Victoria Secret and Davina Devine. Hey, petty bitches. Hi, everyone. This is Davina Devine. <laughs> and this is Victoria's Secret. It is Wednesday. This is Vi- <laughs> Victoria can't, can't hear beats and she can't hear countings. So, <laughs> so that's why she's never on the actual Hey, Petty Bitches. Because even when she's looking at me on the camera saying, Hey, Petty Bitches, she's still three fucking beats behind. Like, un-fucking-believable. Uh, what can I say? Every girl needs a second. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Take a second. Five, six, seven, four. <laughs> That's what Dolly always says when I'm dancing. That like It's like I'm dancing on one, five, seven, four, two, eight. It's true. And that's, dancing is a loose word. Um, so, yeah, so we're back after um, Pride has everything settled in. I just feel like things have kind of gone back to normal a bit, doesn't it? Yeah, it, it does. Honestly, Camille, though, I'm not dealing with the weather very well. I don't enjoy this sticky feeling in Dublin. Like, sticky Vicky. Oh, my God, sticky Vicky. <laughs> <laughs> sticky Vicky makes me icky. <laughs> yeah, like, very that. Um, yeah, I'm looking at the window right now. I'm not, like, you know, everyone wants to go off to the park and, like, drink cans and us. No. I don't. Like, and there's no, no beer gardens don't... in Dublin. There's no um opium have actually a really nice one i was thinking about there yesterday yeah yeah yeah. they actually do have a nice one and there's another one um that i recently discovered i can't remember where it was but yeah no see we're not cut out for it because as soon as someone goes to the, the issue of like decorating a new area then it just starts pissing rain for like monsoon season it's just like what <laughs> constantly raining forever yesterday i tried to go for dinner and there's a couple of restaurants that do have outdoor areas and because it's a wet bus yesterday wednesday today yesterday was tuesday uh they were like oh no they're not open today they only open on thursday friday saturday i was like we have six sunny days a year 
and you're not opening your terrace today. Like I was full on going. Um, Karen, well, come on, name and shame, name and shame. Who were they? I, I went to Mama Yo. I went to Seven Seven Seven. Um, I can't remember. I went to a few. Eventually, I ended up sitting on uh, like outside Fade Street. And to be honest, Dublin does love sticking a chair on the side of a street and calling that outdoor eating. And oh, that's what I settled for in oh, the real. end. Do you know what I mean? I actually saw I saw this TikTok the other day of. Um, Somebody was coming out and said, my favourite little quaint cafe in Dublin with such stunning views. And it was, you know, that spar at the start of, you know, opposite Trinity College. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like right opposite the Bank of Ireland. And it's like particularly kind of gross and grey there. And it's just like they were playing that music, you know. Um, it's like a symphony song. Do, 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 do. You know that song? Yeah. It's like, I can't... I can't I don't know what song it is, but it's on loads of those TikTok videos and it's real like when something's real glam and they just walk out and there's just like two chairs and just like an old railing. Like it's like, it looks like almost like a prison cafe. Yeah, like, it was probably a song from Bridgerton. Do you know that kind of way? That old, you That's old it. fancy moment. Yeah. Like honestly, we and it's like doing that. What is that about? Like give us some spaces in the city that we could actually sit without having to like have Mary and Jim walking down the street have a good nose while you're trying to eat a little sandwich and a side of chips do you know what I mean I know and it's um yeah it's just and every time when you're sitting outside as well it's just you're constantly like harassed by like like homeless people and people begging and like just or people having fights on the street obviously like no I'm a nosy bitch mm. so I love a good like deep dive okay but well it's very but this, we're not cut out for it we're not and this is weird timing okay so just because you said that there's um there's someone begging outside my local spar at the moment and he's been quite like homophobic at the same time like i've heard oh. him say homophobic things like he's, he's to you um no no to my boyfriend I, like i'm maybe oh. i i had i have don't have a very welcoming face let's put that out there do you know what i mean i have yeah, resting bitch, bitch face so um so now that's when, put it mildly <laughs> <laughs> when i'm walking past him now he when he asks for money because of that i just go really like directly no do you know what I mean? Whereas normally, oh. normally, like, if I have money on me, I'd be like, yeah, or if I have nothing on me, I always answer and say, I'm so sorry, I have nothing on me right now. But because he's, like, actively, you know, causing hate crimes around the corner, um, mm. I'm, I'm, I'm annoyed. Like, I'm annoyed. And I'm like, hold on. So, wait, you're there, you know, like, ho- hoping that people are going to be somewhat generous. And at the same time, you're going, ah, fuck these fucking gays. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, no. So I actually, I said it to the to the owners of the shop as well last week. Oh. And, and they, what did they say? They apologised. They said, you know, we're, 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 we're having a lot of issues um, with this person that for, for the same reasons. They're like, you yeah. know, being verbally abusive to people. Well, there's so much going on now and it's, it's kind of terrible because like, there is like actually like, let's just be real, there is like a homeless crisis going on. So there's a lot of people that are actually yeah. on the streets that are genuinely like really struggling. Mm-hmm. But there's one, um, there's one guy that actually is, is begging at our local shop as well. And like, I live obviously like near kind of Google and there's like, um, a lot of people kind of coming and going. It's busy, like it's like fucking O'Connell Street at times. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've heard these other guys. Like I remember, I was walking to the shop before, and I was standing in front of these two guys, and they were only after coming out of the shop, and they were like, "Oh, did you see our man John? Is Johnny still there? Mm-hmm. He's like, he's gas, isn't he? He's like, yeah, I ran into him up in the pub. So he begs there, then goes up, changes into like nice clothes in the pub, mm-hmm. and then just goes off home. He's not homeless at all. Yeah, like so they were like they knew him. And they were like, he sits there like for days. So I don't know if he's making money or what's going on. But, but like, 
only for I heard that my owner is and I had given him money before. Mm-hmm. And you were just so you thinking, just feel a bit. Yeah, I'm, I'm lying in the pockets for a few pints now. Like I mean, let's face it, Dublin. I think I saw somewhere recently. Dublin is now officially the like most expensive place to live in Europe, and that would not surprise me because. Girl, like, what is going on? A chicken fillet roll, like, not to bring it down to the most basic thing, used to be like, what was it, two ninety nine, including a bottle of water, and you'd get like cheese, lettuce, and one filling or something. Now, not you know the price of a full <laughs> chicken fillet roll with extra toppings, <laughs> and me like, I was like, no idea how much that costs, and you're like two ninety nine, extra cheese, water. <laughs> But now, like, I saw, like, someone tweet about it. The roll alone is, like, 6.49. I mean, come on, lads. That's crazy. What's going on? And not to mention, like, the cost of, like, electricity just hopping out at you every week. Um, So, yeah, I get that, like, I am... Like, that he like he could be in a difficult place, but, like, he ain't going to get nowhere with me by, you know, using words that I don't appreciate. So, now I'm just doing... And yesterday, he said... Uh, you're very assertive, aren't you? And I was waiting for him to say something. But again, I have rest and bitch face. So he didn't say it. He won't say it to me. It's like, and I understand their frustration. It's like if somebody's actually genuinely homeless and struggling, like it must be absolutely horrific. And I think, do I think the saddest part is that I think sometimes you see people, it's like they, it's almost like they're just not seen by people. And I think that is really hard. Mm-hmm. But also, that's not the way to go about it. No, and that is like, why I always answer people because I think there's nothing worse than like you know going in and out, ignoring them, and just people ignoring, just ignoring them. Like like yeah. they're not invisible. We can see them, and let's face mm. it, we all have an element of guilt walking past these people too because you know some of them have found themselves in those situations that were totally out of their control. But the yes, this is a very different kind of topic for our podcast. I know, listen, we're like social warriors here today. Um, but long story short, it was like, you know, because everyone's kind of trying to get the place pedestrianised mm-hmm. so that there's more sit-out areas. But like, what's going to happen like come November when like, everyone's like, can we sit inside? It's a bit cold. And yeah. you're like, yeah. nobody wants to sit outside when it's fucking pissing rain. And also, I was like, I am one of these people. I like to get dropped to the door. I'm in, if I'm in a taxi, I don't want the taxi to go, oh, this is as far as I can take you because the street is fucking pedestrianised. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, drive me to the door. Do you know what I mean? So, I'm I'm not really fully up for pedestrianisation. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I mean, Just I, I not, like, no, are you talking about so that they can get more tables on the streets? Yeah, so that no. people can just sit around, like, have, like, sit outside and, you know, have people walking up and down the middle of the road. Like, for what? Like, yeah. what about, what if people, someone's in a wheelchair and they can't get dropped to the to the door? Yeah. What about if, if like, if somebody dis- has a disability and they can't get to the door because somebody wants to sit and have a latte outside? Mm-hmm. I don't think that's particularly fair, do you? No, I, I mean, honestly, I'm coming at it more from a, I love a bougie spot and I don't want to be sitting on the side of a smelly street, do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, they'd stick you in a bus stop during the pandemic. They literally would put you in the bus stop going, now, would you like the steak and chips, sir? That'd be 120 euros. That's what I mean. Like, let's not kid ourselves. Like, our outdoor pedestrianisation areas, like, this is not, you know, Barcelona. Barcelona. This is Dublin. This is dingy Dublin. Yeah. Like, let's be fucking real. Yeah, I did. Unless it's closed off and safe. Who wants to be sitting there where, you, where you, like bags get robbed and all that kind of stuff? No, not, uh, a, not a hope. Completely. I actually have an update for um, the Domino story from the last episode. But oh, I'm, yes. But if you could just remind me to say it during our Patreon uh, episode because it's it's a little it's a little gas. So just remind me. In what way? Um, In what way? 
it, there's just now more to it, but I'd, I'd rather I'd rather oh. be on the Patreon because I'm a bit mortified for about myself as well. <laughs> okay. Um, speaking of Domino's, I just saw uh, somebody just sh- sent a video to me of um, Katy Perry at a club throwing Domino's slices of Domino's into the crowd to the gays, and she was like, they were like feed the gays, Katy, and she was throwing slices of pizza, and they were like they were going mad like piranhas in a tank, like trying to get the slice of pizza, but. Um, I've been doing this new number um, at the George where I have n- McNuggets, where I throw McNuggets out. Okay, nice. nice. Jesus, your budget must got raised, did you? If you it is, I got a rise. Yeah, <laughs> I know, and I wouldn't even mind, right? But last week when I ordered the nuggets, I on just see, I ordered the, the nuggets to arrive. And then when I ordered them the week after, I was like, oh my God, they're gone up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, they literally went up 20 cents, like in the space of a week. Um... But I threw out chicken nuggets into the audience tonight and I hit this poor girl right in the face with six chicken nuggets, like slap bang right into the face. I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And she was like, it's okay. She was like waving the nuggets. She was delighted. She got some. I I can raise you on that because it was uh, Easter and I was in, I'm going to say Cardiff. And Paul, who runs Holy Tea, bought 20 Easter eggs. No, correction, 40 (laughs) Easter eggs. And he was like, give them out at the end of the show. So myself, Cheryl, and I think it might have been Blue, were all thrown into the audience. But I got a bit adventurous, and I decided to kick one out into the audience. Well, wasn't I the worst? Like, I'm terrible at sports. So instead of kicking it up into the air, I kicked it right at someone who was sitting in front of me in the face. So it just went into the face. I was like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh, there's nothing worse. Like, it's like and the, the guilt, and you're like, you're on stage, and like, usually it's fine. But there's been a few moments over the years where I've seen people get literally whacked in the face. Like, do you remember, um, what's it called? Oh, do you remember, um, is it Miguel? I think it was Miguel, that singer, jumped in. He was at like the American Music Awards, or he was like trying to do the sexy dance, and he jumped right on this woman's head, like, literally landed flat on her head, and just like. Like, imagine being there at a, at a show, like, just watching, and then the artist just, like, landing on top of you. Like, like oh, really painfully. I mean, it's happened in Dublin, let's be real, but, like... Um... Yeah, it has. I don't want to say for legal reasons. I don't want to imply anyone. <laughs> Queen, you know who you are. <laughs> you know who you are, Pixie Woo. <laughs> um, um, yeah, like, honestly, I, also, think, I think especially when we're on stage in, like, smaller spaces and we can access the crowd, like, we might think yeah. that something's going to, oh, this is going to be fab, going to be gorge, and then next sudden, mm. your Avril Nitro who's after smashing the mirror behind do you know what I mean? Oh yeah, no, it's not the worst. Did someone share the video with me as well online of, um, you know, one of those like racers that kind of do those tracks that are kind of circular. Oh yeah. And like he lost control of the bike. You know, it's kind of like I don't know what what that sport is called. It's like they cycle almost in a circle. Yeah. But it's like really high high speed racing, mm-hmm. and he lost the like control of his bike, but flew over the banisters and uses like eight-year-old ginger child as like a human shield oh and then God. somebody caught it in slow motion and her face is like different elements of like hor- horrifying and then he just lands on top of her which is actually like hilarious was the kid okay who cares yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh I, that kind of uh, reminds me obviously everyone's talking about drag queen story time and i definitely don't want to get yeah. into the politics of it all because it's really just oh. them coming for it is just a front for other types of homophobia but what i'm really enjoying oh, is um davina's uh, approach to it going i don't even want to perform for kids they can get fucked yeah. like basically i think it's fucking weird i'm like who the fuck wants to be like 
like drag to me is like should be in a nightclub it should be like you should be able to like stick up your finger and fucking you know pull beads on your point your point is i hate kids my point is so not just want to be out there performing for children like absolutely i've been howling because like i'm sure when some of them get those replies they're like oh we've nowhere to go now okay great lovely oh my god so i posted an ad about our bus tour which is happening on the 20th of August, by the way. Just a little plug there. Oh, yes. Uh, there is our next. Well, six seats right now. They might not be tomorrow, but just get on the website if you uh, are interested in coming on our... Um... Beep, beep. Ah, toot, toot. Um, yes, so... <laughs> uh, I just posted... Just give me the filthies for singing. No, i sorry. Your camera just turned off. Oh. That's what I was looking at. No. Um, so, it says... Recording continues smoothly. Live video will return when your internet improves. Oh. So you must be having dodgy signal at the moment. Testicle issues. Um, but, yes, um, so I posted an ad, and then this guy v- replied under it saying, could anyone tell me why drag queens are so determined to have children in their audience? And I was like, what are you talking about? I was like, I don't want kids anywhere near me. I was like, I hate children. Yeah. And then everyone just kind of started like getting on the bandwagon, and but then fights start breaking out in the comments, and I knew where he was going with it, and I was just like, oh here, I don't need this. This is just like this is a ridiculous conversation. This is going to a completely dark place. Um, so I just deleted the comment. I was like, just to bland him and deleted him. Mm-hmm. But it was just there mental. is something like, in those ads. I don't know where they're going, but they seem to manage to reach these people who hate us and hate gay people um because yeah. and i have to say though since since um our like post covid everyone is more angry everyone has everyone has something to say there was never this kind of abuse around before mm-hmm. and i have to say i think a big part of it is a lot of the kind of woke brigades that focus on small things have actually i think like awoken the kraken and i think that there's like this weird kind of like eye roll movement do you know what I mean where people are just like ready to just give out and moan about everything where it's like the bigger picture is not being seen you know does that make sense I think if they bought chicken fillet rolls back to 2 that we would have half these problems anymore no because the vegans would be out in force kicking up fucking murder and that's exactly where that says it all that's exactly where we're at as a fucking society it's like you can't even enjoy a fucking chicken fillet roll anymore without being guilted into it I was um, not ready so yeah, so- I was not ready for that vegan part because my headphones fell off. <laughs> <laughs> fell off with the shock. <laughs> Kabir, um, I haven't listened to the Beyonce album. I need to listen to it. I know you're celebrating Beyonce tomorrow. Oh, celebrating. Celebrating Dizzy. Celebrating Dolly. Celebrating <laughs> Beyonce. <laughs> we celebrate all the old queens of the George. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're celebrating um, Renaissance Tomorrow, tomorrow night at the George, uh, courtesy of Sony Music. We have lots of giveaways, blah, blah, blah. Um, I've listened to a little bit of it. And? Am I what? Are you going to perform um, a Beyonce song? Yeah, I'll perform with some of our older stuff that I prefer. Okay. T- to put it like that. Okay, fair. Okay. So there'll be... Like, there, there will be, of course, new new elements. Like, I have some Vogers coming in and it's going to be Ooh. a celebration course of that new album. But, um, but I kind of prefer Beyonce back in the day. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I'm just being real. I prefer, like, I prefer a B-Day Beyonce. I prefer a 4 Beyonce was my favourite. Mm-hmm. Like, how could you beat, like, a love on top? How could you beat an end of time? How could you beat that era? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Just when you mentioned um, Vogers, uh, I did yeah. a, uh, like, as part of the tour last week, we had a choreographer in to, like, teach us. So she was trying to teach us how to do, like, voguing with our hands, like, twisting the wrists. And after a day, I was like, I hold on. <laughs> 
hold on a minute. I said, my wrists are just not moving like that. So I said, we're going old school Cheryl uh, Cole here. We're going to put one hand up. We're going to do this instead. You know, uh, you know, Cheryl did her version of Oging for Fight for This Love, where she just did a, a little flop of the wrist. That. Uh, was that not just like, that was just like side to side. That was just that. Yeah. I was like, that is the most yeah. you're going to get out of me. I was like, I'm going to look like a fool. Vogan, I am a 29-year-old woman. I'm not Vogan. <laughs> Okay. Uh, what's it called? Um, do you mean when you say Vogue, do you mean people who smoke Vogue cigarettes? Oh my God. Do they still exist? <laughs> These three so fancy little so. skinny ones. Real skinny, real glam Vogue mm. cigarettes. I don't know even what was the point of them. Oh. Like, were they menthol or something? Oh, I don't 20 Vogues, please. 20 Vogues. <laughs> yeah, can I have a Vogue, please? <laughs> <laughs> now it's just Vogue Wilson um, trying to sell you fairy liquid and uh, Brillo pads on Instagram. Oh, yeah. And try to say, make sure you close the caps so the kids don't get into them. I believe in fucking bottles of it open around the house. Just like <laughs> like trying to get rid of ants. <laughs> I'm mad jealous. Like, like everyone, everyone wants her to do an ad at the moment. I'm like, where's my Brillo pad ad? Oh, I don't even know what a Brillo pad oh, is. Oh, God. Um, come here, do you know what? Actually, I've been um, falling down little TikTok holes over the last while. And um, I came across this one the other day and it really just made me hell because it brought me back to um, the pandemic time. Yeah. Was all these people that, how did I miss this during, the, during COVID? Like, I, I feel so raging. This would have brought me so much joy. People Zoom bombing meetings. What? Like Zoom bombers. Have you seen them? So, so there's all these people sharing, like, you know, if, if people were having get togethers on Zoom, like a prayer meeting or a singer songwriter night, and then they just share the meeting code out, and then somebody would Zoom bomb them. And this one guy was doing it, I was howling. He's basically had uh, taken a video from somewhere on the internet. I don't know what the video was from, but it was from like. I would say not like a porn site, but some. It was a creepy. This ma- creepy man sitting in a bath. Okay. Right. Creepy man sitting in the bath, and <laughs> he would just sit up in the bath, start washing his arms, mm-hmm. and then he'd like lie down in the bath. But when he lied down in the bath, he was like completely naked, so you could see on the screen oh he was gosh. naked. Then he'd sit back up and he'd like had this drink of like love juice or something was called it. So he'd drink out the drink and then it was just like it was like a boomerang. So it just kept going on loop. So whoever would zoom into this, um, it was actually like a spiritual healing uh, course. And there was these yeah. people talking about meditation and healing. Oh my God. <laughs> so he would come on the screen and they were like, oh, hi, Philip. Thank you for joining us today. I think his name was Philip or whatever. Come on. Yeah. Uh, Philip Wright or something. And he'd be like. Uh, she'd be like, oh, Philip, that's not appropriate. That's not appropriate. <laughs> he'd be in the bath. <laughs> oh and then she'd be like, excuse me, excuse me, could you turn off your camera, please? Turn off your camera. And he, the, he, the guy was doing a voiceover to the video, but the man wasn't talking in it. He goes, I'm just having a little bath. I hope you don't mind. I'm in the bath. I'm just having a little drink now. <laughs> He's like, oh, sorry, sorry. My camera's off now. And she goes, thank you. And he turned it off. And then he turned it back on and it would be exactly the same again. <laughs> But I nearly lost my life like hell. And so I went on, I found down this um, TikTok hole of just like, just Zoom bombers. And it's just so many funny, like people just like gay crashing these um, funny like L1 meetings and all. And like, you know, saying something really aggressive, but then blaming someone who had their camera off. It was, it was Margaret. And then this Margaret would get kicked out of the chat. Oh my god! I, do you, okay, I'm gonna sound really old here. Is that just searching a TikTok um, hashtag and then you just keep finding new TikToks, or how does that happen? Yeah, 
Yeah, I was just searching searching the the search bar and then I was searching on YouTube as well. The YouTube ones aren't so fun though because they're a bit more kind of PG, whereas mm. TikTok they kind of do a bit more like can you get clips like, out? Cheeky ones. Can TikTokers on be TikTok? like a bit naked? I don't think so. No, I don't. No, I don't know. No, you couldn't see anything in TikTok. I think you just, I think you just get away with a little bit more. Oh, okay. Um. There's a girl I follow on. Actually, I don't follow her, but I keep seeing her. She's called Chelsea Lee Art. Have you seen her no. on TikTok? <laughs> Chelsea Lee Art, and she's like, she's always like, so famous, darling. Everybody wants to be me, darling. And she's just wacko. Check her out. She's mental. She's so annoying. She's always in restaurants trying to ask, can she move the table because she's so she's famous. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Chelsea Lee Art. I don't. I actually don't know if it's a parody account or if it's actually just some real crazy woman but i'm obsessed i love all that shit love it come here i was just reading about britney spears so like her book apparently is finished now i'm not sure i believe that like unless she's just been taking meetings with someone she's clearly not writing this yes no no i well well, she said she was remember she said she was gonna write it on an old style typewriter because that's what she liked to do i'm like i let's i'm just sick of this now beating around the bush she's mad as a box of cocks she is mad as a box. Yes, she is absolutely crackers. Like, yes, she is. She was in that awful conservatorship, which is awful. I'm all for her being free, but she is mental. Like, I do you not think so. I think she's just been like set back in 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 how she's been managed. I suppose after the last ten she years, she talks like a child. Like she says crazy things. Like it's like she's. I don't know. I just don't think she's actually like the full chillin. Well, uh, she obviously was highly medicated during all that time. And I'd say a lot of it was against her will as well. So God knows what way. But don't be playing the like devil's advocate here. Like, you have to see the way she's behaving like now. Yeah. She's not behaving like a, a sane, like, sane of mind kind of person. Well, so, I don't mind all, I don't all the nudie bits. I'm like, there's so many people on the internet, you know, showing off. No, I don't mind that either. I don't mind that. the... I don't mind that. I just mean, like, it just, everything just feels a bit manic. Mm. It's just like, I don't know. It's, and maybe, I don't know. I think maybe people are just expecting her to be a certain way. And she's just not, she just is the way she is. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, the book apparently is done and there's a delay in it now because they're saying that there's a paper shortage. There's an actual paper shortage. So the publishers wouldn't be able to print enough copies to meet the demand. Which, again, I mean, who writes this stuff? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's not worth good. the paper that it's even printed on. And what's the story with this new song with Elton John as well? What, Tiny Dancer? I would be into that. Me too. I actually would be into that. I think that, like, I actually love Britney. I love her music. I think she's super talented. I, I enjoy that. That's the part of Britney I like. But I don't think I'm enjoying this, this kind of random chit-chat where I like butterflies and I like this and I'm like... I don't want to know about that. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, you know you would be reading the book, though. Um, I won't be reading the book, no. I'll actually just probably just I'll wait for an interview and see that. Or I'll just get Heather MacDonald will probably just talk about my <laughs> podcast and just she'll say it. So I won't be reading it. I've no, and if, especially if she's writing it the way she's writing those Instagram bios, I don't ever want to read them. what she has to say. <laughs> like seriously like and every time i just see because it's so long anyone with like a long um a long caption i'm like scroll like no that's just like nuts yeah i I mean listen you're lucky to see anything anymore on instagram by any friend that you even follow half of my feed now is just suggested posts that i have no interest in seeing i know and it's like sometimes you're flicking through and you're like hang on a second why am i seeing this like 
and then it's it said the other day why are you seeing this and i because it was actually it was a picture of a a guy with a woman and she was there running after a new a newborn baby mm-hmm. and i was like why am i seeing this mm-hmm. like happy family with a newborn baby like this is not my and i was like i don't know either of those people so i went on and it was because i'd clicked like on some GA player and he was another GA player celebrating the birth of his newborn son or baby or whatever it was and I was like no block gone don't want to see any more from that person no thank you happy families be gone like no thanks I always forget that you're such a you've such a keen interest in GAA sports and that's why I do that's why you're following yeah. and liking I have a keen interest in GAA players not their families and happy ever afters no thank you mm-hmm. the only happy endings I'll be giving them won't be on fucking Instagram I can tell you <laughs> Oh my god! Um, come here. So obviously we've got the bus tour coming up. What else is happening? Because yes. um, I I'm just back off that tour with the main event, which I like. It's like that's a perfect example of Instagram. You hadn't a clue who was even on that no. tour. We were talking yesterday, and she was like, "I didn't even know like Bianca was on it, and such and such was on it." It was. Quite hectic. There was two double decker buses, uh, and about one, two, three, maybe maybe eighteen. So tell us who was tell us who was on the the tour. So there was Bianca. A door was supposed to be there, but um, she got stuck in Atlanta and then wasn't able to make it. I actually can't remember what her caption was, but it's on her Instagram. So she didn't make it in the end. Courtney was there. She'd flown in from from Australia, um, and then Willem, Alaska. We had Blue, Bag of Chips, Davina DeCampo, and I mean, I don't think you even know the girls' names from season three of Drag Race UK, but there was four girls from Drag Race UK, which is Vanity, River, Ella, and Charitza. Actually, you know Charitza because you hosted Charitza, was Charitza? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, and then there was some of the um, queens from Liverpool, there was Shania Payne, uh, R. Debs, which I love her drag name. Her drag, drag name is R. Debs. That's it. Lovely. Simple. There was uh, Richard Energy, a drag king from um, London, and Dee Delicious from London as well. Honestly, we had the best crack. Now, we did spend two days in the basement rehearsing a routine that someone who doesn't normally rehearse uh, with drag queens was choreographing. So I, I turned into, you know, that moment where you're like, ah, hold on now. This can be simpler. This doesn't need oh, to be. Yeah. Uh, and bless, bless her, Tori did go straight away. Yeah, no problem. Let, let's make it easier on you. Um, but it was so much fun. Like in London, there was like 5,000 people. In Manchester, there was like 3,500 people. Can I ask, um, now like I know like, let's say like the likes of like Bianca is really busy and she's always touring around. Like a lot of those queens, like what are they doing when they're not doing those shows? I mean like Willem has his own makeup co- company and they have their podcast. Um, yeah, no, I know that. Like I know they the ones have been. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. For ages, but like, like, what, like, what do they do, like, when they're not touring? They're just sitting at home? I don't know. I mean, I think there's an awful lot of work. I'm just curious. Yeah, I, like I'm from what I can see, Tavina Campo's been on about four tours back to back. She did a play, she did um, her solo tour, she did a group tour, and then this tour. Uh, Blue seems to do a ton of social media stuff with different companies as well mm. as having her own makeup line with what they call Be Perfect. Uh, and Bagger, Bagger seems to never take a day off. <laughs> Swear to God, we got to <laughs> London on the Saturday. And I was coming into the venue at lunchtime and Bagger was on her way out to do a, a brunch around the corner in London before coming back. This is the funniest thing, though. She was playing to 5,000 people in the venue that night but was off to do, like, like a brunch in a restaurant during the day. That's what I mean, though. It's like, that's the kind of stuff that I'm talking about that, that feels like it's a bit more real because it's, like, actually, like, that feels like it's that feels like a real drag queen working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, totally. Whereas, like, that, that's the that's reality of actually doing drag. It's like, whereas if, if you're just waiting on a, a tour, like, those tours don't happen like, all the time. No, not at Do all. You know what I mean? Not all. Like, and I suppose, like, those are the opportunities that, like, come your way after Drag Race change in so many ways like Blue's done a TV show actually two TV shows now she did uh, like a Strictly Come Dancing after show and then some show called like Stitch Please um, which uh, hands up I have not watched it <laughs> I didn't watch it never even heard of it I think it was uh, it was on BBC3 and I don't have BBC3 so yeah. yeah even if I had I probably wouldn't watch it <laughs> but anyway <laughs> just being real we can't even get um, to watch Drag Race anymore which by the way the, no. the winner season has just finished and Jinx Monsoon won it was kind of epic and you know Vivian the Vivian from Liverpool fucking killed it like it's no mean feat to get together 12 episodes and probably about 40 grand's worth of costumes like fair play to anyone who can get that together yeah, Mad. no fair. I think they they all put in so much work, mm. but it has to be on the wind down now. Like it can't just keep going the way it's going. It has to be. I mean, they're still filming seasons all the time, but you can tell that even the appetite for it isn't as strong as it was. You can feel that, and and me as a non-watcher, I can sense that because even the way people are talking about it, people are a bit more meh about yeah. it whereas people we used to be really buzzed talking about it and people be like don't spoil it for me don't ruin it for me and now people are like eh. yeah I can, feel, I can feel the energy decreasing yeah i think it's changed hugely in the uk like the audience is like definitely a lot um straighter i think potentially um, oh definitely whereas definitely. here it still seems like somewhat pretty um, mixed in, in that audience but like it's like anything like America's Next Top Model had what like 22 seasons and then yeah. and then went away and then came back for a what bit I'm, what I'm just kind of curious about is like you know because by t- towards the end of Top Model people just weren't watching and, it, and I loved Top Model at the yeah. start and it was like I wonder you kind of almost got sick of it where it was just like oh I roll whereas now I'm wondering will people get like that with drag because she's hammering it into the ground that's the part I'm concerned about yeah do you mean like day to day drag yeah, yeah. like actually like real life drag 
Yeah. As opposed to, we see, I don't know, maybe because real life drag isn't that drag, I suppose. So it's, that yeah, it's is not. different. And especially in Dublin, like, you know, not every scene in, in the UK even has a cabaret scene like we do. Like, our cabaret is six nights a week in Dublin. And there's cities like, I, like Manchester has a, an amount of cabaret, but nowhere near as much as we do when our city's tiny. Do you know that kind of way? Yeah. It's a lot of DJing, huge amount of DJing going on. Yeah, and long DJ shifts. Long. <laughs> like, like the girls work really hard, long. but like it's also the girls over there that are packing the packing the venues. Like people are going to see them still, which I love. Like, and I don't mean the names of the TV show. I mean the 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 girls that have like put ten years work in. It's still the same. You have to fucking graft away. I hate DJing. Can I just say I hate DJing? Do you actually enjoy it? Um, I enjoy it at times. I enjoyed it definitely bit before the pandemic. I enjoyed it more. Um, I think people's musical tastes have changed and I think um, the crowd has changed at times but I don't know sometimes I love it and sometimes I don't Okay, just being straight up so I wouldn't sometimes I'm really into it and sometimes I'm not but I think it depends on the crowd who's there I mean the George but one thing I will say is yeah, one thing I will say is I actually, like, I hate people doing that thing with their screen, you know, like holding an artist up, requesting from the stage. And if a song is a hit and it's in the top 10, I'll play it. Yeah. Or in the top 20 or in the top 100. But I'm not going to alienate a whole group of people by playing something that a lot of people don't know what it is. Completely. Do you know what I mean? Like, I couldn't... Uh, I, I don't I don't think I I think it was the request part that I didn't like the most because I was like no like I'm here to play music I'll pick the music I didn't want requests so that didn't suit me at all yeah and sometimes if in the right venue right, requests actually work but like certain people would request like k-pop or some latin music or whatever or songs that like I wouldn't even I wouldn't even ever heard of they're so niche uh-huh, uh-huh. so it's like so how are how are you expecting like I don't know because you can feel like if you played something that people didn't know they leave the dance floor and then it kills the buzz so yeah. you're kind of taking a gamble so you have to really read the room so if it's so if that's not going to fly then you can't do that mm-hmm. you know so that's the hard thing and then if you lose them off the dance floor it's hard to get them back on yeah 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 um, come here Love Island is done girl and I didn't see any of it but the whole of the internet was talking about it did you end up watching it? no I did not like no I couldn't like um I've never watched an episode of Love Island ever. I don't even know what the premise is. I just know some of the people are gorgeous on it. And that's, even at that, it kind of turns me off because I just find it boring, Mm -hmm. the concept. Yeah, like I love reality TV. I watch it and I did watch a bit of Love Island one year. I got sucked into it. But like, you're giving up so much of your life to watch something that's like six nights a week. However, Big Brother's also coming back and I know I will watch that. Do you know as well, sorry, I have to say about Love Island, I realised, because um, I was watching those people that were like commenting about it and there's something just super hyper straight about it mm-hmm. that it's like, it's very alienating to me because yeah. I'm like, I don't really care about those people getting together. It just doesn't, it doesn't speak to me. Yeah. Like, and where were the guys? Like, what, like you know, where is, where is the diversity in that show? In any way, it's not relatable. Uh, well, it is relatable to like to the Huns. Mm. It's very relatable to the Huns that are having arguments with their fellas over who didn't pick up, pick them up after work, or you know, like that fellas cheating with me with the hairdresser next door. Like, it's relatable to that kind of person. It's not relatable to to a lot of people. No. And where's the diversity? They make sure there's so much diversity in so many other shows. Where's the diversity in that? Yeah, it's so true. Zero. There, there's, there's, there's none. And like also it's it's and it's not realistic. Like there there's a whole wardrobe no. there. I think this year was sponsored by eBay and eBay were just sending in bucket loads of clothes so that they could pick 
clothes because obviously like it's so built upon the like you're looking gorgeous every day like the pressure which is not ridiculous which is not real reality as well like so yeah like and they could definitely do something that was just a bit more interesting Mm -hmm. with that concept like somebody was even joking the other day on tv saying they should do like a middle-aged love island where people are like nothing and like literally just you know not this kind of cookie cutter like filler face do you know what i mean yeah it's just a bit like i don't know but i i'm excited for big brother i hope that is good when it comes out because big brother was so fab when it first came out so good i would love i mean i hope they i don't want to see emma willis back i did not like her at all she was not right for the show um, I don't want to see Rylan. They need to bring Davina back. They I need think to bring so Davina back. I think so too. Yeah. I don't want to see Rylan there either, to be honest. Um, I loved when Brian did it. Uh, I don't even think he would go back. Maybe he would, would he? No. I think they need, they need to be really, they need to go back to basics, I think. But I don't know if even if, if Davina would do it, but I think it would be amazing. But they seem to use the same people for the same things all the time. Yeah. Laura Whitmore, not her either. No. Like, no way. No. Like, I have to say, like, not to skip from topic to topic, but Love Island, every time it's mentioned, I'm like, it feels so strange to me that, like, Caroline Flack is just gone, do you know that kind of way? And, like, I, know. I don't know how much they, like, it feels like, like, there was that was her baby, like, Love Island mm. was her baby it's hard not to speak about um, Big Brother without thinking of Davina McCall similarly it's hard to like speak about Love Island without thinking of Caroline Flack and oh like, it's just so awful to the but they, yeah, like the show just sad. kept turning and kept moving and yes they acknowledged it but like I don't know it just still feels very strange but um, yeah um, speaking of shows as well Neighbours is coming to an end after like a million years yeah. which is did you watch the last episode? no was it out? It's out, yeah, it was aired in Australia last week and it's been on YouTube and everything and like I'd never, I haven't watched Neighbours in years but like when I was a kid and growing up like, you know, even in primary school or whatever, like it was always on and I don't know why it was just like, I, did you watch it as a kid? Oh, religiously every single day. I think, I think a lot of people like, are, you know, Arrows. 29 and under. Arrows! There was so, I don't know, felt really like, people felt really connected to it. And then all the stars that came over, it was kind of exciting. Uh, but the, the reunion was good. And it was like the Kylie and Jason went back and Guy Pierce was in it. And like you forget Margot Robbie came from Neighbours. Like, so many amazing, yeah, so many amazing people came from Neighbours. Um, Delta Goodrim. Like Delta Goodrim, uh, Craig McLaughlin, um, of course, uh, Madge. <laughs> Just Is like, she still alive? She is still alive, yeah, but she died in in Neighbours. But there's so many people that, like, even just if you watch it, you're like, they kind of do flashbacks and you remember all those people. It kind of just brings you back to, like, your childhood. It's quite good. So it's actually on uh, TV tonight at, like, six, I think six o'clock. Oh, I must watch it. Oh, check it out. The Alessi Alessi twins back. They were back, but they're not in the the finale, but they were back. So is is Kylie in the finale? She's in the finale, yeah. It's so funny because I won't kind of ruin it, but... It's like she obviously didn't have time to like learn any lines, so all she's she she acts by not speaking. I don't know if that's a, if that's a, 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 a deliberate thing. So it's like she'll look she'll look over and she'll point at something, and Jason will be like Charlene, and then she like run off real mischievous. It's like is she not allowed to speak? Does she not know her lines? Or then she might just say. Harold and she'd give him a hug like that's also she all she had was like she'd say someone's name she'd nod she'd give a cheeky look I was like is that just because 
they weren't paying her to speak. Yeah. Which rec- I don't know which record. I don't know. Maybe she didn't have time. I mean, I'd say it was shot a couple of months back, like already. So um, it's iconic yeah. to see her Funny back though. because some of the gays probably don't even know that she was in Neighbours. Do you know what I mean? No. And Jason Donovan um, speaks so much. Like he he does like he just like talks way more than a person would in real life. Like it's funny. Go watch it. Does he sing? But, yeah. I close my eyes. No, thank God, thank God, <laughs> Jesus Christ. That that, fucking musical. It does feel like soaps are like kind of done. Do you know what I mean? I feel like Neighbours is gone. What's going to be next? Because they they're not cheap to make. Like, are we going to see? I mean, Eastenders is probably fine because of the BBC, but like you know, Corrie Emmerdale. Hollyoaks. But like they, they still get massive ratings. Like they still have the soap awards. Like definitely there's still money there. Mm-hmm. And I think like older people love the soaps. So mm-hmm. there's still money be there's still money coming in. So I reckon they're they're still safe. But I do think the way people are watching TV is changing. So who knows what's yeah. around the corner. Off you. Okay, so Jesse Wallace, if you're listening, because we know you love listening in, your job's still safe for a bit longer. For now. <laughs> right, should we take a break and come back with our rudders? Yeah, let's do it. We'll be back right after this little jingle. Rotter of the week. On petty little things. And we're back with Rodders of the Week. Uh, we are back with Rodders of the Week. And um, I'm sure you have a lot of Rodders because you've been travelling now as well. <laughs> have you been thinking about your Rodders? I do. You always get a good Rodder when you're through an airport. I do. I do. I do. I do. Now, like, actually, yesterday was great when I was in Manchester Airport. You know when there's a gay in power? Like, it doesn't matter what power they have. I'd only paid yes. for one bag. I was checking in three. And I have the queue skip thing with Erlingus, so I got to uh, skip past about 200 people queuing to drop their bags. And um, they're all, it's like you can feel how fuming they are when you just strut past them all and they're still stuck in the queue. But he um, he looked after me, checked in all my bags for me, and, and then he wrote on my ticket, fast track for security and I got to skip security as well. And I don't think, I didn't even know that was a thing. It's not a thing. I think he was just like, you know, you go in. He probably saw my big bag of wigs. But uh, my first rotter is quite simple. Yeah. This one I actually have for a few um, months and I haven't used it yet. But I, um, oh. it's when there's a drag queen on stage and there's other drag queens watching at the same time and they start okay. performing from the side of the stage. It gives me the ick. Like, it gives me oh the... It makes me uncomfortable. I'm like... Because it actually is pulling focus from the stage also and the person is on stage doing that number. But I'm like, no. No, 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 no. No, no, no. And I do know that, like, myself, when I'm standing side stage, sometimes it's hard not to sing along if you really like the song. Yeah. But I'm very aware to just, you know, like, lightly sing to myself. And, like... But, like, I have seen over the years people full out perform at the side of the stage and I'm like <laughs> I've definitely done that <laughs> have you yeah oh. definitely like but only if it's actually I'm, I, I'm of the I'm of the, the mind frame of if someone's gonna pull focus from you you deserve the focus robbed you're a bitch that's where I'm at it you are a bitch that's why I'm at it if you can't keep focus then why are you on the stage that's what I'm thinking you're a bitch no there that's is the truth is. like if they're looking at someone that's not on the stage and not looking at you, then you would have a good sit down and chat with yourself. 
No, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Just let the person on stage have their three and a half minutes to five minutes that they're on. It's not that hard. You're going to be on soon, hun. It's okay. And you should know better. The amount of shows you've done over the years, you've had many time on stage. <laughs> It's only if it's a song that I love, <laughs> which is very rare, let's be real. <laughs> Go on, what's your first? Uh, my first is actually um, people who um, put up an Instagram story and are like, you know, saying, oh, new post, new new, new photo, whatever. But then when you, you're like, oh, and you go to like, just skip to the next story, but it keeps... Bring you like it keeps bringing you back to the link. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like they've or they've tagged someone in this in when you're trying to tap the side, mm-hmm. and it's like it just keeps bringing you back to this profile. Mm-hmm. Drives me nuts. Yeah. So it's like I'm trying to skip you, so I'll just end up skipping the whole person's me story because I'm like, because you can't avoid. It's like how if they put that right at the edge where there's no escape. Yeah. There's no escape in that one crappy story. Yeah. It's like, and it's always a shit story. It's always something that's like really uninteresting or like. You know, someone standing, you know, in a fashion pose or whatever. And you're like, skip, skip, skip. And there's like, that photo is angled in a way where you can't skip it. I, honestly, weird. that's it. Like, from now on, when we announce stuff, I'm doing that. I'm putting it right in the corner. No one can skip it. And they go, I'm like, you're going to look at this post right now, whether you like it or not. But it does rot me too. I've been trying to yeah. like skip. And then you just end up going, well, now I can't look at any of your stories. No, just like I'm just gonna skip your whole story. So that really annoys me. It's something really simple, but it's just, it's 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 a big one for me. What else has been rotting you? Mm, this is kind of a silly one, but I, I have written down that what kind of rots me is when people write, "I was today years old when I found out oh, such and yeah. such." I'm like, you were today years old when you found out that the green bin was for recycling. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Nobody cares. No, I agree. That's ridiculous. And it's it's real like people that have just heard that saying and then they're going to start using it. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's yeah. like, it doesn't feel authentic at all. No, no. And it's like everyone trying to be like, you know, like write this beautifully crafted uh, social media caption to be like, oh my God, I can't believe that. You're so gassed. You're so hilarious. Wow. No, <laughs> you're not. No, it's, it's very basic. Oh, it is. Very basic. Oh, yeah. Okay, and... My last rather is again. This is just a like personal. One. This is like, do you know if you go if you're in a bathroom mm-hmm. or, um, I've seen this actually. I was in someone's bathroom the other day, and that's what triggered it. Triggered it to me, is someone who does not change the toilet roll. Like if the toilet roll is empty, okay, and they like they leave the empty toilet roll there, but start a new toilet roll, but just like put it on top, okay, or. Just don't actually just change the toilet roll. Okay. And just take it away. Yeah, I'm with you so on that. that so, so that's one thing, right? And the other part of it is, if, like, you run out of soap, or there's no soap in, like, a soap dispenser, mm-hmm. fill it. Yeah. Fill it. Now, in particular, uh, that dressing room in the George that we have, that's been out of soap for a long time. And I'm like, I literally have, like, my own little soap, and I'm like, I'm not leaving that fucking soap there. Yeah. Because I'm like, because everyone would be fucking using it. So the other day I went in, and there was a full bottle of soap in there. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, I was like, that has, that thing has been empty for so long. Mm-hmm. I'm like, and it's, especially with COVID, it's like, hello, people are supposed to be washing their hands. Like, sanitizer everywhere, please. Can we just be real, so, though? Like, how many hand sanitizers are you going around right now? And you're going for a little quick pump? Because I've... I'm still in that habit. I really now do enjoy a quick hand sunny when there's some there. 
and they're all yeah. empty now. They're all empty. It's I like, know. no, Because people just aren't. They're like, people are still getting COVID. COVID is still real. Yes. Yeah. I don't personally I want it myself. Thanks very much. So, where's the hand sanitizer? And also, it's just good to be like, especially with like monkeypox and things around. It's like, it's good to be just maybe using a little bit of hand sanitizer. You don't know what you're touching off, you don't know what's going on. So, it's good to be on top of things. Girl, Do you know what I mean? The, the monkeypox is no joke. Like, people are dying. I just literally. I know. Um, G- GCN put up a post today about um, the first deaths recorded for monkeypox. Like, I mean, I didn't... In Ireland? No, no, no. Like, for hands up, I did not click into it and read the full thing, so I can't really, you know, discuss it. But okay. I was like, wow, I didn't know it was that serious. So, like, yeah. Like, whatever you're doing out there, if you're rubbing bums with someone or whatever you're rubbing against each other, like, be... You know, a little bit careful right now. That and the fact I that think you're isolating for three weeks to four. Anything with pox in the name oh. just 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 does not do oh. for me. I'm sorry. I'm just not here for anything with whether it's chicken, small, monkey. I don't care, <laughs> or ginger. I don't know. Ginger. Okay. Um, <laughs> let's finish on something that was actually sent to us just as we were taking a little break for Pride Month. And um, the okay. it's a story that was sent in by one of our listeners. I'm not going to say their name. The subject was ultimate petty cheating boyfriend revenge story for the pod. Oh. Okay. I love this. Now, hi ladies. I have a feeling you'll both enjoy this petty revenge I did on my cheating ex-boyfriend. He was an air steward and I a makeup artist. Talk about a stereotypical gay couple. We were dating over two years and lived... I'm just thinking... I literally was like, I think I know these. (laughs) (laughs) We were dating over two years and lived together in, I won't say where, he really lived up to the stories of air stewards playing around. First time I got the feeling he was cheating on me, I knew I had to get into his phone. But it was always face down. In brackets, red flag. Now, do you think that's a red flag, by the way? Yes, I do. I do think that's a red flag. Um, Out of habit, I always put my phone upside down. And and not just that, because, like, sometimes you send me very salacious messages, and... Oh, I know. My phone is always face down, mainly like its owner. Love it. Okay, um... And then, okay, to continue on the story. And I could never see him put his pin code in it, so I had to think outside the box. We were on holidays, and I remember him saying he's the same code for all the hotel room safes, safes when he's working. So I told him to put our passports and, and other things into the safe, and I watched like a hawk. Boom! I had it. And when he was asleep, oh. I took his phone, locked myself in the bath- bathroom, and read all the things he was saying and Sorry, doing. Sorry, can I just say? Can I just say I am glued to this story. <laughs> like I am, I am here, like salivating. Okay, so continue. Slower, slower. I just needed. To, I really need to digest this. Okay, no problem. <laughs> Boom! I had it. And when he was asleep, I took his phone. Locked myself in the bathroom and read all the things he was saying and doing with another guy. And then capital letters, prick. I didn't (laughs) sleep a wink. I confronted him in the morning and got really upset. But after four hours of back and forth and eight cans of beer later, which by the way, very relatable. You know, sometimes a gal needs a little drink to take the edge off. I forgave him and believed he was so sorry. The relationship oh, no. was never going to be the same, but I was madly in love. Few months passed and I got the feeling again and went snooping. Once again, he was cheating. Capital letters, 
ultimate prick. <laughs> okay. <laughs> then okay. the revenge plan started. He was working on a long stay trip to Australia. So I have a total of nine days to pack my things and anything of his that I liked. Find a new place. And I was lucky a new Irish girl had started in work and had a spare room that I could live in in, we won't say the name of the place. Perfect. Okay. okay. So with the pure rage, and now these are numbered bullet points, okay? Ready? One. I smashed his new iPhone that he hadn't set up yet and put it back in the box. <laughs> Love it. Genius. Okay, two. Cut out... Oh, sorry, I cut all the right sleeves off his hanging clothes in the wardrobe and hang, <gasps> and hang the cut part inwards so he wouldn't notice till he took them all out. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. Oh my God, this is the best story ever. Three. Cut the lining of the bottom of the bed and put the opened can of tuna in it and glued it shut. Oh, my okay, Always a favourite. Always a favourite. Four. Sandpapered his CDs and put them back. <laughs> I've done that one. Have you really? I've done that one. Have you? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then I was just about to leave and my friend Lisa called me. Oh, maybe I should have said the name. It's fine. There's loads of leases in the world. <laughs> <laughs> and asked when the ex-boyfriend arrives back from his trip. And I said, late at night in a few days. Okay, sorry. Lisa said, late at night in a few days. So she said, leave him with nothing. Take, take the light bulb out so that when he gets home, he is left in darkness. And will slowly discover all the things you did. Evil genius. And That's brilliant. Brilliant. And then uh, they said, no regrets. Fuck him. Oh, wait, wait, wait. And they said, no anonymous needed. Happy I did it. P.S. Love the pod. Many thanks, Quailon. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Quailon, I want to know what happened next. Yeah. I need, like, a part two. I want to know, like, what was his reaction? What did he do? Like, imagine you will be fucking furious. Yeah. Like, furious. I need to know part two. I need to know. I'm sure they will. I'm absolutely sure they will. Um, that is probably the best juicy story we've ever been sent in. And I'm so here for it. Um, which kind of makes me want to talk about this further on our Patreon. But maybe we will. Uh, anyway, that is the end of our episode. Thank you all. Oh, we will. I'll tell you I'll tell you about some of the mad stuff that, uh, that I've had happen to me. And that I've got involved with. Love it. You know, in, the same, in the same vein. Let's talk about that over there. Yeah, love it. Okay, in the meantime, shout out to our Patreon person of the episode. It is the lovely Stacey McPartland who has joined at our top tier. Thank you for supporting us if you would like to support us. Plus, access a whole other layer of amazing stuff that is only available over there. You can do so on Petty Little Things. Uh, sorry, on patreon.com forward slash Petty Little Things pod. Stacy, we love you. Gene <laughs> Slater. That was Gene Slater. Uh, okay, thanks, guys. Uh, we'll be back in two weeks' time. And until then,
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.